Welcome to Solo Cleaning School. Are you ready to reshape your mindset and grow your solo cleaning business? Step into today's class with your guide, Ken Carfagno, so you can win for your family. Hey, Solo Cleaning School, Ken Carfagno here. Today's class, we will dive deep into the vision of the Solo Cleaning School of Moms Helping Moms Helping Moms and see how each of these mom groups can be affected through a solo cleaning business. But first, as promised, let's open up a new segment to this podcast called The Funny Papers. In this business, more than many, I would venture to say, there are some incredible stories that happen because we, the solo cleaner, go into the homes of the people. And we see things that the average Joe does not see. And I will just tell you, there are some interesting people out there. So let's start out this very first Funny Papers edition with a story about Saran Wrap. As I tell the story, I'm looking at a picture of a stainless steel sink just to remind me of how the story went. I've cleaned for many years, and there are many different signatures that I have done as far as the art of cleaning is how can you set yourself apart? Well, one of these signatures I used was cleaning the tarnish off of stainless steel sinks to the level that they look brand new, like sink is out of the box. And some sinks, they can shine up better than others. Elaine's house, her and her husband, both docks, they're being transferred to a different state. They need to sell quick. I was brought in as the expert, the specialist in presentation cleaning. So I do the whole house top to bottom. Nothing out of the ordinary for me, just the same work. I leave the house. Obviously, I'm happy with my work and I got paid and I move on. I'm in another one of my client's houses who is the one that referred me to Elaine. She tells me in a kind of a giggle, she's like, (laughs) Ken, so I heard you did a really great job on Elaine's sink. I said, oh, well, I thought I did a good job on the whole house. Why did you say that's just the sink? And she said, (laughs) while I was over there checking out the house and seeing what I can do to help, and she had saran wrap on the sink. I said, what do you mean she had saran wrap on the sink? She said, well, you know, she took saran wrap from one side of the counter to the other side of the counter across the sink so that no one could use the sink. Okay, so... Why did she do that? I asked her the same thing, she she told me. So I talked to Elaine, and, and she said, well, I didn't want anyone to touch the sink. It looks so beautiful. I wanted to make sure that the realtors and all the people from the open houses were going to see the sink in its perfect form after Ken cleaned it. So I saran wrapped it, and I wouldn't let my husband, I wouldn't let my sons, I wouldn't let my daughter, I wouldn't let anyone touch this sink. Here's a teenage son, college, another one's a college age guy. They can't use the kitchen sink. So they want to, you know, make food. They got to go in like the slop sink in the laundry room or they have to go in the bathroom. So this is four days that she had saran wrap on the sink. I will just share this right now. I have never had such an excellent testimony of my cleaning ability. Never have I cleaned something to such a level that they literally wrapped it in saran wrap. Gosh, the good news is that they did not saran wrap the toilet. Well, I certainly hope you liked the first edition of Funny Papers to see the interesting ways that we can use saran wrap. All right, let's start off with our very first tip, our solo cleaning tip. And I want to dive into the vision of the solo cleaning school of moms helping moms helping moms. Before we begin, let's address the elephant in the room. 
I'm not a mom. That should be pretty apparent to you as you listen to the sound of my voice. I am a dad. I'm a parent. I'm married to a mom, and she's absolutely amazing. I've seen what she does. I've been raised by a mom who did most of what she did single with me, you know, had me very young. Just saying that the vision of moms helping moms helping moms wasn't random. I didn't choose it because I just really, really want to help moms. I do really want to help moms, but it's also very much analytical. I'm an engineer by trade. It's fairly obvious when I'm on cleaning groups, for example, there are hundreds and hundreds of solo cleaners, and I am one of 5% or less that are men. There's not many. Now, there's a lot more men in the janitorial slash commercial space. Here we're talking about house cleaning primarily. This podcast will definitely dive into commercial because it's amazing, and I do work in commercial and residential. And from what I've seen, it's a very, 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 very small amount of men that do house cleaning. In fact, 95% are women, and of the 95%, my guess is a solid 90% of them are moms. So when I say moms helping moms helping moms, it's because moms, you you are the ones that are the current solo cleaners right now. And it's safe to say that you are the ones that are going to become the next generation of solo cleaners. Now, that's not to say that the men, the millennials, the young 20-somethings, the single women, this, you know, you guys are also going to do it. And that is amazing. And I've got special episodes for the millennial. But let's focus here on the larger segment of solo cleaners, which are going to be the moms. And in this very first group of moms helping moms helping moms, let's kind of subtitle this Moms Know How to Clean. When I've spoken to the solo cleaning moms that I already know, and that I'll be spotlighting here in this podcast, I hear a very similar story. You're a mom, you may have been recently divorced, maybe you're a single mom, or you're a stay-at-home mom, and all of the scenarios kind of go back to the same thing. There's not enough money in the home, the budget is super tight, the stress level is high, and you, the mom, are thinking of anything you can possibly think of to go make some money for the family. It's incredible that you have the heart and the willingness to do so. And as you think through the different options, gosh, I could go back to school and maybe be a teacher. I could possibly go back into corporate America. I used to be a bank teller. I used to be an accountant. I used to be you fill in the blank. Oh, I could go waitress at night. Uh, I don't really want to have to join any cosmetics kind of company where I have to do parties and go sell stuff at people's houses. I could make something, I suppose, and sell it from the garage. There's a lot of fear holding them back, and they're not really sure they want to switch the lifestyle they're in. And many of these moms that started solo cleaning businesses, they just looked within their current skill set. They started to connect the dots. I'm already doing cleaning. And when I do cleaning, it's kind of therapeutic. It kind of feels good to know that I'm making my home look better. They also realize that the home being dirty is a source of stress. And they wonder, could I make money? And that's where it starts. And that's where a lot of these moms that I speak to, that's where they begin. So if you are one of those moms out there right now thinking the same thing, I highly encourage you to listen to the entirety of this message because you're going to hear things that sound awesome. For instance, when I tell you, yes, you can make $50,000 per year part-time, a couple days, a couple nights per week. Will that happen in three months? No, it's going to take time. Can it happen in 18 months? Yes, I believe it totally can. How long did it take me? It took me about 14 years. 
because I had to figure so much stuff out. I've taken the best of and put those into a format, into a system, which I call the ISO model. It's not easy to leave the house and to go clean someone else's house. It's physically exhausting. It can be lonely. You could be a people pleaser and kind of say yes to things you should be saying no to. There are so many ways you can kind of screw this up. That's why it's so vital to get a mentor. And that's what I want to go into for the second mom. So you first moms, right? Moms know how to clean. You are the ones that are going to be the next generation of solo cleaners. And this solo cleaning school can be the learning ground that you were looking for to teach you and to provide you with the mentorship and the experience boiled down into twice a week episodes to fuel your learning and to help you grow internally first. And then when you're ready to make that decision to start your own company, join our community, the Solo Cleaning School Premium Membership. We will help you hand in hand doing this together. It's kind of this perfect symmetry, really. If you're reaching your hand up for a mentor and you're reaching your hand down to be a mentor, it's a powerful experience. It helps you grow. It gives you accountability upward and accountability downward. You don't want to mess up. You don't want to slouch. You don't want to be lazy. You want to perform for your mentor and you want to be a performer for those that you mentor. So for you out there, Solo Cleaning Moms, You are the mentors. There are so many of you. I've spoken with you, and I encourage you to go after this. Get your business to the next level and allow yourself the opportunity to help other people. If you've listened closely to the first group of moms I talked about, that was you not that long ago. What if you could have had you as a mentor when you started? Those moms out there are scared. They don't know where to go, where to begin. Yes, they've got Ken to help, the ISO model to help. Yes, they've got the solo cleaning school, but what they need is you. They need a mentor. This one is the second group of moms. You need a mentor, and the solo cleaning moms right now, you need to be mentored, and you need to mentor another mom. It'll make you feel wonderful. And together, hand in hand, up and down, you will absolutely hit your goals. It's powerful. But where do they make money from? How do they get clients? And here is the best part of the equation. The third group of moms is Alicia. Alicia is a teacher. She was one of my clients in upstate New York. Fantastic family. Very busy. All three kids active in sports activities every night of the week, husband in sales, their time was limited. The only free time they had was Sunday afternoon and she was cleaning her house in the three to four hours of spare time when she wished she could just unplug. Alicia needed the mental space. She needed someone to come in and take care of her house. And she was so amazed after she had hired me, just the change in her emotional state. You know, one thing she pointed out was I'd get home from work on a Thursday and just know that my house had been cleaned that day. Looking forward to seeing what I saw when I walked in that front door, the vacuum lines, the clean banister going upstairs, the bathroom on the side, the gleaming kitchen, the smell. It just put me at ease and it took away all my tension and stress And my Thursday nights were awesome. And knowing that I wasn't going to have to do any cleaning. Then she went on to tell me, I always thought it was interesting how I would take 
half of the Sunday to clean, and I wasn't really that good at it. And you'd come over and knock it out in a couple hours. So it was really efficient. And so in the case of Alicia, she's a mom that needed help. She could hire a cleaning service, have someone do it faster and better than she could. And it was a small price to pay for her time. I mean, what was her time worth? Five hours every Sunday. I mean, gosh, I think she paid $140 for her service every two weeks. So you do the math. It saved her five hours every week or 10 hours every two weeks, and she paid $140. So she essentially outsourced this for $14 an hour of the time she would have spent. The second mom is Emily. Now, Emily was a mom that I had cleaned for recently here in Pennsylvania in my new solo cleaning business. They have twin girls, an older daughter as well, but three small daughters under the age of four in a short time. Dad was working out of the house. Mom was working from the house. Here are the three things she told me as to why she loved having a cleaning service. She said, Ken, it improved my emotional state. There was a conversation that we had had before, and I had shared with Emily a story how my wife was doing a presentation for a homeschooling community, and she shared a connection between clutter and cortisol levels in the female. So you've got a mom, and when her house is cluttered, that triggers an emotional, actually a hormonal response from the body, releasing cortisol, increasing their stress. So clutter equals stress. Now, it might not mess with men as much, but it's proven in women that clutter equals stress. And she said this, I would see the dirt and the disorder around my house and it just overwhelmed me and it gave me anxious feelings and it caused me to actually be less productive. I got less done because of that overwhelm, because of that clutter. For me, a clean house, it would remove all of that and it had a huge value to me as a mom. So when I knew the cleaner was coming, the house would be clean. The dirt was gone and the clutter was gone because they tend to clean up before the cleaner. And it's a good thing. You know, don't discourage that. It's a good thing emotionally for them because it puts them on a schedule. They know the cleaner's coming, and so they therefore clean up their house before the cleaner gets it. They organize their stuff. They get rid of things. They turn chaos into, into order so that when the cleaner leaves, the house is emotionally renewing to them. The third point that Emily shared with me, guests. You know, Emily and her husband, both of their parents are in the area. Sometimes they have guests showing up unexpected. And the one thing they would always just fret over was, oh my gosh, your parents are coming over on the weekend and we still have to clean the house. And so they would frantically try and get the house clean. But when they had a cleaning service, they didn't have to think about that. Many times the cleaning service may have already aligned to be done just before their family members would show up or their guests would show up. And if not, they could always just call and ask for an extra cleaning or a bonus cleaning. And it really just took that extra stress off their plate. Emily said it this way to me. It could be a Friday night and they were both tired from a long work week and they would get a surprise call. Yeah, we're coming over tomorrow. Oh no, the house is dirty. And they would get out of bed and they'd go clean the house before the parents would show up the next day. So knowing that a cleaning service was under contract, so to speak, they didn't have to think about that. And so when they got that same call when I was working for them, they would say, oh, Ken was just here. The house is clean. Boom. Good night, husband. Lights out. (laughs) So that was the three points that Emily shared with me. So let's pull this all together. Moms helping moms helping moms. 
I hope by now you can see the connection between each group and how they are so important to each other. The first group are the moms out there needing, wanting, praying for an opportunity to do something for some money for their family. Solo cleaning could be that something. I'm not saying that it is, but it could be. The second group of moms are the moms already out there solo cleaning for their families, making money, working hard, but needing to clear some time, needing to get more money, some more time, get better at what they do. They need a mentor and they need to mentor someone else. These first two groups of moms, they can hold hands and help each other because the moms out there doing this will get better and stronger as a result of mentoring others. And this second group of moms, you've got me. I'm going to help you. I'm going to teach you my ISO model and help you grow. And you also have each other. You can hold hands side to side as well as up and down. The third group of moms are all of the moms that are like Emily that are like Alicia, that do not want to clean their own house, that want their time back, that want to have their emotional lives back in order, that don't want the stress from clutter, and that are willing to pay somebody to take care of their house. And how much more willing are they willing to pay somebody that is like them, another mom like them? And that's why this has worked so well for the past couple decades. That's why there's so many solo cleaners that are moms and why the clients you'll be helping are mostly moms. It's a mom-dominated industry, house cleaning. That's why this vision works so well. Moms helping moms helping moms. There is something sweet about a mom knowing that she's hiring a solo cleaning company that is owned by another mom just like her and that she's supporting her as much as she's being supported herself. Moms helping moms, helping moms. Well, that wraps up our second episode here of Solo Cleaning School. I hope you are ready to take your business to the next level. And if you're a mom, you're looking at solo cleaning as a viable option for you and your family. So again, thank you for lending me your ear, for coming to class prepared. I look forward to talking to you again on our next class of the Solo Cleaning School, where I'll be interviewing Andrea McCoy, a current solo cleaner out there in the field. Six kids. Oh my, what a great story. And I believe with all my heart that you will get inspiration from her story. So I look forward to bringing you Andrea on the next episode. Until then, have a fantastic day. Thank you for listening to Solo Cleaning School. Are you auditing classes here? Why not subscribe and become a student? If you're a student benefiting from this school, please express your thanks with a rate and review. Now, go and apply what you've learned. Class is dismissed.